Aloha. Offering you the gift of presence and breath. Aloha. And coming to you from the rainforest of the big island of Hawaii, about 10 minutes from Kilauea Crater on Hawaii National Park, which is my backyard stomping ground. Uh, I'm so blessed and honored to have been called here to this island and now sitting here in the glorious sunshine offering you this gift. Be kind to yourselves, sisters. Compassion begins from within, within your heart space, offering compassion to yourself. The grieving journey is, is oh, so challenging on so many levels. So let us begin. I am Priestess Maya Ananda, and you are listening to All Good Grief. So today's topic that's coming to me um, is nourishment, and that is a very big thread that is woven into the tapestry that is all good grief. We speak of the sacred and connecting to sacred spaces for healing the call of goddess through the land who beckons us to release when we are feeling overwhelmed, when we are feeling overburdened by grief in those days that we think, I cannot do this, I cannot go on. And there are many, aren't there? I, I recall very vividly those moments of thinking, I cannot do this. And it was the call of goddess saying, come to me, come to me and offer your grief to me. I will lighten your load. And she did. We will talk much on that thread, but today's focus is nourishment because that is the one that is, well, there's many things <laughs> in grief, but in those first six months, especially uh, after receiving such devastating news as uh, a loss of uh, a loved one, especially in a very sudden and dramatic fashion, traumatic fashion, uh, we're in this state of, of shock. Um, and there is much toll on our physical body, of course, emotional, mental, all, all bodies are deeply, deeply affected by such an event. And the last thing we're thinking to do is nourish ourselves. Um, again, speaking of all those planes of existence and mental, emotional and physical. Um, I remember those, well, to be perfectly honest, the first six months of my grieving journey were a fog. And I'm sure for you, are if you are sitting in that space now or were and that is because that shock so deeply affects us uh, and we will talk much more about the energy metaphysical plane because that intrigues me and is my calling in this life is to work with the energy uh, and before I get down that path a little bit more because there's just so much I'd love to share um, want to refocus on nourishment because we are not nourishing ourselves those first six months become well, it, it's about grief, yes, but really it's about that shock and it's about that tremor that reverberates through our systems and coming to terms with it. It's really being, you know, thrust into the air and then landing um, into a million pieces and, and thinking, how do these fit together again? And the answer to that is that they don't. They don't fit back together again. And um, I see that in my counseling work is people struggle to remake a puzzle that no longer has the same shape. So here at All Good Grief, and my focus 
is not on the fixing, because there is no fixing in grief. There is no fixing you. I don't even want to say healing, because that too, I feel like we're waffling on on precarious ground. But the word that I've landed on is that it is a, a recrafting of you. So we pause there because that takes me down yet another road <laughs> that I don't want to go today. So, so much rich discussion there and there will be in, in episodes to come um, and courses and group works that will be available in these coming, in this coming year and in coming years. But today is nourishment because what I realized and what I feel now is that certainly In those months of grief, those initial ones, who wants to eat? Who is thinking of, hey, let me just cook a a huge meal right now um, and sit down (laughs) and eat it with joy? And so many of us who have lost life partners, that meal and the shopping and the making of it, that love that's infused in that daily activity are tied to that person. And when that person is no longer there, well, the joy of that action is is gone, isn't it? I remember, as it's coming to mind right now, sharing these words with you, that first time I went to a grocery store, and my goodness, is that just emblazoned in my memory. My energy field was on fire. Everything was too bright, too loud. And I, I was, I mean, miserable <laughs> to say, just to put it in with that word. Um, but it struck me, struck me on so many chords. I didn't have anyone to shop for anymore. And yes, there was me. And yes, there was my daughter. Um, but she was young and, and eating was just a task. For my partner, it was an act of love. I created meals for him. We sat down and no matter how angry or whatever was going on in the day, we would both pause and he'd look at me and he'd say, thank you. Thank you for a loving meal. And it's those little things that sometimes we take for granted. Maybe not. Maybe we are truly grateful each and every day, but when they're no longer there, it really just, boom, smacks up upside of the head, doesn't it? What has changed in our world? So to nourish ourselves in that time nearly seems like an impossibility because it's not in our realm of, of thought. A lot of thought, well, there's, there's so many, <laughs> isn't there? But the one hand, there's so many questions about what next. And we'll just leave it at that. What next? On so many levels. But the other is really about the person that's gone, isn't it? A lot of discussion goes to them, a lot of energy. And I remember in my own journey, going down that path and sharing stories of grief with others, with friends, with family. And that went on and does go on for months. And there was one day that I remember so clearly thinking, but what about me? What about me? I am suffering. My body is suffering. I wasn't sleeping, not eating properly. All I have to say is thank goodness for yoga um, and a thread we will 
jump to in the future and focus much on is the gift of movement because we are in physical bodies and taking example from the animal kingdom in moments of trauma and fright that deer that is nearly caught by that lion doesn't sit there and just huddle under a tree does she she shakes and moves and jumps and and moves that energy that frenetic traumatic fear-based energy out of her body so she can move on but we humans we do the opposite we we close around it we wrap ourselves like an octopus tentacles around this fear around that trauma and we say this is mine all mine and I'm going to sit with it now So, on that note, movement, so vital to the grieving journey, and we will talk more. But nourishing ourselves, probably not, right? Probably not in those moments. So where I am now in my grieving journey, and what I would love to do, and is part of my work, is to be able to nourish all of you especially those who are not in the space of nourishing yourself, to offer you nourishing videos. So let's say, for example, you're in need of just a a mental hug, (laughs) some comforting words. Then it is my plan to, to put up on my website videos that you can just download and say, I need this today, and just pick one, like Oracle cards. I'm just going to put them up without not much, mm, that was some English, without much of a description. Um, so you can just feel into it and say, this is the message I need today. So that is in the works, looking into some professional peoples <laughs> that can help to elevate the videos I put out there. But something that has grabbed to my heart, and as an Italian-American, food, so center <laughs> to the culture, is to create a cookbook of simple, simple recipes that are intended to nourish everything that is imbued in our um in all good grief is about nourishing on all those levels, mental, physical, emotional. And for those of you who are walking the metaphysical and understand chakras, and if not, that's okay. We can, we, I will talk plenty about them. Uh, but our base chakra, the root chakra, um, normally identified with the color red, is about security. And when we lose someone in that traumatic fashion, or just lose someone in a non-traumatic fashion, it really kicks us in that root chakra. And so... I have found we need to tend to that area to rekindle it, to re-spark, rebuild. An image is coming to mind of a crystal that's been shattered in a million pieces and, and just we're, we're going to rebuild it with nourishment, our sense of security and space and place in this world. When we lose someone... And I'm going to say for, for just for a moment, lose someone or, or for you sisters who are listening to this, who say, I haven't lost someone, but I've, I've just lost myself. 
which so many women that I work with in hospice and non-hospice come to me because they're looking for their identity, their purpose. And if I would say the triangle, <laughs> the, the three cornerstones of all good grief and my, pers- my work represented here is sacred, nourishment, and purpose. Those three things comprise this work. What is my purpose? Where am I today? Where do I want to go? But of course, when we do lose someone, it really is just up and front and center, isn't it? Who am I now? Who was I before? I no longer wear the hat of partner. So when I lovingly put this aside, who is left? So nourishment, so such a calling to my heart to reach to you and offer nourishment. And on the Instagram today, I took a photo of, of it was my actual breakfast <laughs> yesterday. Um, and I don't want to misspeak the name of the farm, so I'm going to put it on my Instagram. I have to look at their card <laughs> but at our, at our local farmer's market. There is a new vendor who grows sprouts. Um, and I am just enjoying them, um, have a little container at a very reasonable price they offer. And, and sprouts are such a nourish, nourishing element. You, you're literally taking in prana, taking in sunlight through these little, little seedlings that have just a bit of greenery coming to them. They are so nourishing. And when we are brought so, of course, the expression is brought low, but I, 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 don't, I don't like that expression, but it is uh, appropriate, really, in this moment. But when we are brought to a different space, let's say, uh, when we are derailed on our, from our train track um, and our body is, is screaming for some, um, some attention, <laughs> sprouts, fresh juicing, raw things, that that essence of sunlight, that essence of prana really is so needed in our physical state. So the little little recipe that I put up yesterday, my little breakfast was was so easy. So easy. Fresh corn uh corn tortilla warmed up in my toaster oven with some fresh cream um not cream cheese, goat cheese that's made locally here and sprouts and some seeds. End of story. Delicious, nutritious, nurturing. I'm very tasty to boot. <laughs> so you can see that on, on the Instagram and you might want to add some comments about some things that you found that that embody that essence. Because this is this is what we do. And I went through moments of this. So please know that everything I share through guidance or advice, I have walked that path. I have been there, but as it is my divine purpose to experience life and come as observer, because I am master teacher to offer it. So please know I've walked this path, but there's months that we just jam crap down our body, don't we? 
it's like that's what we need in those moments. Bag for me, it was bags of potato chips and and just awfulness. I went back to the states for some healing and was just grabbing every bad American food I could think of that I couldn't get my hands on in Australia. I just dove in, and you know what? That's okay for a while. It's okay. I want to stress and reiterate: there is no judgment in this space. So go that path. Indulge. Feed those lower base emotions, but there will come a day if you do sincerely go into yourself and walk this inner journey. There will come a day that you're like, okay, enough. And I hear that from people all the time. For six months, I was smoking cigarettes and and drinking whatever. After six months, I woke up and I said, "Enough." I hear it all the time. So when you are in tuned with yourself, that gift of entombment, that gift of the inner journey, your body knows. Your body knows what it needs. Don't fight it. You know, I share with people. People come to me. I say, "I can't sleep at night," and I go, "Did you expect to?" Did you think that after a whole day of grieving, you were going to put it on the shelf and go, "Okay, now good night sleep"? Doesn't happen. And so there, there are many that that turn to pharmaceutical. See, I can't even say that word. It so chokes and sticks in my throat because it's so far from uh, my realm of thinking. But anyway, there are those that will will hand you things to aid in sleeping.、Um, And I would just put out that there are many natural things that Mother Earth offers us that will calm the central nervous system, calm our jagged nerves, and offer us nutrients from the herbal world. So more on that, and I will get specific in the guidebook that I'm creating. And I just had to share. There's been a stare down in my <laughs> my garden. There's a, a black and white cat that lives several lots over. I see her in my morning hike, and she sometimes just comes and sits, which she is doing now. And it greatly upsets my cats, who just sit and stare at her. So there's a bit of just this this last stand cat showdown. There's never any squabbles. There's never any fur or claws flying. It's just you know, sussing her out. What's going on? She's a really sweet cat. I'd see her in the corner, but anyway, you are not here to hear about the various rescued cat stories, are you? Now, nourishment. I'm going to end at this. On this note, is what、uh, is being shown to me by my angels, and yours too, as they're all part and parcel of this this message. Is that we women, in general, nourishment? You know, can be a far cry sometimes from our day to day, because we are pushed and pulled in so many directions, so many balls in the air on a constant, constant basis, that it's it's frying us out. How many frazzled women are there out there? Raise your hand. And if you aren't in this moment, please share what you're doing to not be frazzled on a day-to-day basis. But if you are one of those sisters, please share with us as well, because it is through sharing that we create community. 
you're not alone, even though we so often feel alone. And those of us who are in this journey of grief, my goodness, how alone does it feel, right? When the person that saw you for you, no BS, no coloring it, no awkwardness, just saw you and understood you, who finished your sentences, who knew what you wanted before you did. When that person is suddenly gone, oh, excruciating pain. And you feel invisible. So by building community, by building a sacred, safe, and nourishing, compassionate community here at All Good Grief, we support each other. Those of us who are further on our path can help those who are new. And the circle continues. Grief is not new to this world. Grief is not new, and it will never go away. We are here for a short time. Our bodies return to Mother Earth, and our spirits continue. And then come back again. I'm feeling that is enough for today. There are so many other topics, but it is enough. The sun has gone behind a cloud. (laughs) So that's my mother earth saying, okay. Priestess Maya Ananda here. Offering each of you the gift of compassion of stillness, inviting you to be kind to yourselves in each and every moment, no judgment. We are so hard on ourselves on any div- any given day. When it comes to grief, we think, am I doing this right? Is it over? Is it, is it? There's so many questions. There is no doing it right. There is just doing it your way. That is the right way. That is the only way. So sending you beautiful, warm Hawaiian energy, the energy of the rainforest, the energy of the very active and moving volcano. Oh my goodness, we had such an earthquake last week. Um, Well, on my earthquake app, it was 5.7, but there's some debate here because they were 6.3 came out first. (laughs) So there's, there's active debate. Anyway, it was, it was fairly, fairly sizable. And, um, my daughter, when they went into earthquake drills at her school, um, myself, I was with a beautiful elder, uh, in her nineties and and we, we kind of looked at each other, held on and then chuckled. I don't know. To me, it's always a little bit exciting, (laughs) But anyway, sending you that energy of cataclysm to rebirth. You can do it, sisters. I know you can. Sending you love, honor, and respect. You've been listening to All Good Grief. Would love to hear some thoughts from you, sister. If you're in need of extra help, please reach out. I'm available for one-on-ones. Sending love. Aloha.